Welcome to KISS FAQ's Song Stories. In this series, we'll focus on the histories of some of KISS's best and least known songs. In this episode, 100,000 Years, originally released on KISS's debut album in 1974. Written by Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, Gene, as noted in Behind the Mask, worked on this song when employed at the Puerto Rican Interagency Council. Marked by its distinctive rumbling bass note intro was the pair's attempt to create a New York version of the classic English band style from the 1960s which had influenced them. Paul recalled in the box set liner notes that the song was a warp song about an intergalactic space traveler. To analyze it too deeply leaves me scratching my head, but it's about time travel. It's about space travel and the amount of time one spends going from one galaxy or planet to another and then returns a hundred thousand years later. Gene told Ken Sharp for Behind the Mask, I was reading all kinds of space and time continuance stuff and it was all swirling around my head and I started to think what happens if you're an astronaut and you leave? How long could you stay in love? And let's not forget Gene's attachment to the sci-fi horror fanzine scene dating back to his youth and running fanzines dedicated to the topic. Aspects of the song parallel some of the fundamentals of David Bowie's 1969 Space Oddity, which had been reissued in the US at the end of 1972. With three albums on the charts, Bowie had performed a pair of shows at the Radio City Music Hall in February 1973. It would likely have been fresh in either of their minds, with that song hitting number 15 on the US Billboard Hot 100 chart on April the 7th. So one must wonder whether it had been written in time for either of the band's bookings at the Daisy in March or April 1973. Either Gene or Paul may also have been aware of other space rock, such as Hawkwind's Silver Machine. Paul clearly played an important role in the creation of the song. He recalled and faced the music, Gene and I fed off each other and filled in blanks for each other, lyrical and musical, as we worked. I remember the words to 100,000 years hitting me on 23rd Street. Certainly, the song had been written, and the arrangement seems pretty solid, by the time Eddie Solon recorded the band at the Daisy in June 1973. It's a confident performance of the song that makes it a standout in the club environment.
There are some minor arrangement differences. Like other songs of the time, it has a looser, more jammy feel. But even at this stage, the song features the preacher section, which in the light of the later arena setting feels hilariously out of place in a small club. It clearly illustrates, perhaps wishfully at the time, that this band believed they were going somewhere. The song was among those demoed at the Bell Sound Studios in September 1973 as the band prepared for the album sessions. The recording captured then was essentially an extended live format running nearly six minutes. That recording was released on the Kiss box set in 2001. The song was included in a list of tracks mixed on December the 6th, along with Cold Gin and Love theme from Kiss. The song was included on the 7-track 12-inch acetate, cut on December the 13th, with that version running 3 minutes and 22 seconds, suggesting no arrangement difference to the version included on the album. Like other songs, the arrangement was tightened up substantially during the recording of the album version. The additional Gimme Head verse and Preacher Jam were both cut. Interestingly, what appears to be some background chatter is briefly caught on tape during the intro section on the album version. While the song may make as much lyrical sense as Gene's Deuce, the solo was one that made later Kiss guitarists take note. Bruce Kulick told Guitar World in 1993, I've always been impressed by that one because I feel it's where Ace made the most of his limited vocabulary. It's a syncopated part that's tough to play on stage. The song continued to be performed with the original arrangement, at least through the New Year's Eve show, 1973-74. By the following year's tour, the song wasn't always present in the set. However, when performed, the jam section returned, along with Paul Stanley's rock and roll preacher interaction with the audience. The song was noted in the Cashbox album review as one of the album songs on which the band displayed dynamic control and proves why the New York area band has developed such a fanatic following overnight. The song was also used as the B-side on the final Warner Brothers distributed single, Strutter, and most copies of that seem to have the title either mistyped or misprinted, missing the final zero digit. Released in July 1974, that single didn't chart. Regardless, the song became a central part of the band's live set. It serves both as the setting for Gene's blood-spitting routine, with an extension of the bass intro, and then Peter's drum solo, before concluding with Paul's preacher section. In that form, it is singularly powerful and impressive. The version included on Alive was probably constructed from parts of the Cleveland show. Parts of the end of the song include bits from Detroit, with the audience being used from the Davenport recording. That Davenport outtake, albeit censored to remove the bitch reference and featuring an abbreviated drum solo and preacher section, was included in the band's rock band game contributions. Do you feel right? Do you feel right? Do you feel right? 
drinking so long It must have been a wild girl You might have passed it down for a while, would you, babe? Real quite yourself in my style Naturally, the song was included on double platinum in 1978, and the song remained faithful to the original. However, remastering did bring up the clarity of both guitars and the cymbals. While the song function had essentially been replaced by God of Thunder in mid-1976, the song returned to the band sets regularly from 1992 onwards, though it didn't make the Alive 3 album. On September the 16th, 1994, the Revenge lineup opened their set in Buenos Aires with the song, the first and last time that it was used as the opener. During the reunion era, the song was among those released on the Psycho Circus live EP package to promote the 1999 European tour. It's hardly surprising that the song was one of four debut album songs included on the originally intended Alive 4 album, which was finally released in 2006. The song remains in the band set, having started out being fully performed on the End of the Road tour. It was one of the songs to have its lyrics changed for performance in Dubai as part of the KISS 2020 Goodbye broadcast, with the bitch lyric being changed to Trip. Following the restart of the tour in August 2021, the song was truncated and paired with an abbreviated version of Psycho Circus that transitioned into a shortened Eric Singer drum solo before ending as 100,000 Years. Most recently, the song was included to represent the brief singer Frelly lineup on the first Kiss Off the Soundboard title released in 2021. That recording was from the band's farewell performance in Tokyo in 2001. All right! Well, if you believe in rock and roll, Like you say you believe in rock and roll. Oh. I want to hear everybody here say rock and roll. Well, that's good for starts. I said that's all right for starters. But I hear a lot about Tulsa and rock and roll. So I'm gonna try one more time. Ready? Catch your breath, cause here we come. I said rock and roll! in rock and roll and we're gonna get this really quiet right here if you really believe in rock and roll
Come on. 